I'm not going to record it, that's for sure. <laughs> the Sunday Skypers. I suppose I, I could try the Dungeon World thing. Uh, if nobody else is uh, sl- any braver than me. <laughs> Come on, Todd. Uh, what's worse that could happen? It could be a complete train wreck. I think if we can uh, get Todd onto the uh, the Dungeon World horse, I think it would be good for him. Yep. <laughs> and you won't so it's have... character building. Yeah. Yeah. And it, will, it won't have William here, you know, going, no, Todd, you're doing it wrong. I get the trial. Cassius the Good. So we have Edwin the Bard, Cassius the Good. I didn't know Good was a class. Okay, and see, Mithralan? Mithralan, but just call him Myth. Mithralan. Be here, Myth. And see Bonds. Mithralan's misguided behavior endangers their very soul. I respect the beliefs of Edwin, but hope that they will someday see the true way. Oh, uh, Mithralan, you haven't done your bonds to us no, yet. No, because I wasn't here when you guys did them. Well, let the bondage begin. <laughs> yes, I have been waiting weeks to say <laughs> I'm going to fill in my, my, my bonds real quick. <laughs> and, and then wash ignore your Ignore the fact that you said that at all, because no. Just no. Edwin smells more like prey than a hunter. The spirit spoke to me of a great danger that follows Ajax. I have shown Cassius a secret right of the land, and Edwin has tasted my blood and I dares. We are bound by it. So this is probably why my bond of misguided behavior endangers their very soul. <laughs> probably came from that secret <laughs> right. <laughs> well, the question, the question is, are, are you a protector of the forest or an eco-terrorist? Honestly, you probably tasted my blood and was like, oh my god, this is something that I have done. <laughs> I'm going to maple. write a story of that. You're kind of a strange and unusual individual, so he would be interested in finding out about you to write stories about you, yes. I don't say much. Oh, so you're so you're the Prince Mononoke. Kind of, yes. Yeah. That's kind of what I was going for. This adventure started when you three were sitting on the balcony at your local watering hole. Uh, reminiscing on the day's events, and you see a falling star. Instantly, you realize that's going to be a problem. Because every time there's a falling star, it makes trouble. And of course, it, from where you're sitting, it's like, yeah, that's somewhere in the deep, dark forest. Ooh, forest. That's your domain. Where do you think it fell, um, uh, Myth? I don't quite know. So, Celestial isn't my forte. How about terrestrial, though? It fell in the forest. Where in the forest? Can you tell from where we're sitting, or have you drank too much again? Somewhere 15 or so miles away. Probably. You could probably even hear the dull crack-a-doom thud of of its impact. Yeah, we probably can, or I probably can. Probably will not be that difficult to find, then, if it left a big crater. Yes, and the resulting forest fire... All those tend to blow them out with a shockwave. While you're sitting there, you can watch all the birds of the forest, like, take flight and not come back. Okay, that does it. I'm going to go find out what that is. All right, wait, wait. Let's, let's do this. To, let's, let's prepare ourselves. Uh, Edwin, do you, know, do you know of any of previous encounters with these falling stars? Fallen stars? 
Trigger my grand histories of the known world. When you first encounter an important creature, location, or item covered by your bardic lore, you can ask the GM any one question about it. The GM will answer truthfully. The GM may then ask you what tale, song, or legend you heard that inf- that information in. I say sure. Yeah. That, did you actually want to uh, tap that right now? Uh, yeah, sure. You remember a tale of Olaf the Black Knight who set forth to uh, uh, explore the mysteries of, of a similar fallen star. And in his perilous journey, he encountered twisted, misshapen artifacts of nature. It's like everything around you know the great shining stone was twisted and made evil. And of course, you know, he, in the story, he slew everything and, and buried, you know, the, the stone so deep that it would uh, never uh, bother uh, the forest or swamp or wherever that story was set in. But yeah, fallen stars aren't happy occurrences uh, in the lore of the land. Of course, you're not the only one that's seen this. There's, you know, passerbys and stuff like that. And almost all of them at some point turn and look at you as like, well, you're the big damn heroes of the town. What are you going to do about it? Relay that story to them. And I'm like, well, obviously we need to go see to this. If there's any of these evils brought by this falling star and you'll stop it. Yes. So first I must, I must make a appeasement to uh, Minerva and prepare myself. Pardon me. I lay down a coin to pay for my drink. Yeah, go through do some quick uh, quick ritual prayer and cleansing and uh, prepare for the quest. I say he's just going to the outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's this town's name? That's a good question. Myth. Uh, I wasn't paying attention. Well, what? What's? What? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> no, he like he wasn't paying attention to the sign. He's just following people. <laughs> it's a town. It's it's not. You don't care as long as they have like, I really don't care, yeah. Uh, it's called it's it's called Patience then. The town of Patience. Yeah, I will defend Patience from from the inequities that beset them. And choose up the two boons. Um so creatures with claws and so and so forth, Edwin? Twisted force creatures, I believe. I will ask a boon of invulnerability to claws and I will take the mark of authority, divine authority, just in case. So that's what, I'll check that. Just so you can go, ah, every now and then. Now, the GM would then tell you what vows or vows are required for you to maintain your blessing. Oh, you need a vow. Set. Honor. Oh. Temperance. Piety. Piety. Valor. Truth. Or hospitality. This would definitely be valor. All right. Yeah, so it's like no turning tail and running from this. And While they're th- doing that, I am inching towards the door. But before uh, you can inch towards the door, one of the displaced birds, a large raven, lands on the balcony and looks at you. Yes, my friend? So I do not have druidic stuff in front of me? I'm terrible, I know. I can Sorry. speak to a raven. A raven's part of the forest. Ah, well, the raven says to you, and you can shoot, translate uh, if you want, it cocks its head and goes, the noise, it's, ah, it's still in my head. The noise of what? The thing. The thing that fell. Yes. Do you know where the thing that fell fell? <laughs> it's, 
Mr. Raven. <laughs> he goes, in the wood, must leave, can't stay. Be safe. Takes off and uh, definitely uh, in a, a beeline away from the impact site. Well, I'm not sitting on the balcony in full armor, so I've gone off to my to, to my lackey, and then we're busy armoring up. As you pa- pass through the uh, ground level, it's it's like the the rumor mill is in full force, and yeah, you know, people are talking about you know you know dire uh, sign uh, says, I, I wonder who fell, who that rock fell on, and, and just. All kinds of rumors and whispering. And as you cross the room, they just kind of all turn their heads and look at you. Some with admiration, some with disbelief, some possibly with abject horror. Yes, of course, we are off to take care of this evil which has fallen from the sky. We will be back to tell you our wonderful tales. Oh! (laughs) And I'm going to find the one that's looking at me with disgust and hiss at them what really hiss back at you you realize it's probably one of the uh the lumberjacks that work uh the edge of the forest mind your eyes stay where they are he's a lumberjack he's okay myth are what gender are you your name does not uh connotate i haven't told anybody i sound male but sometimes i act female I'm, I'm, for for all tested purposes, I'm genderless. He's right. <laughs> and you look like a bird nest. <laughs> yeah, kind of. He's Sundari. He's not Yandari. But I don't appreciate being stared at, and I'm letting him know that. There's not a lot of elves uh, in patience. It, it, it's not that it's a terribly bad place, but it's it's got a lot of peasants and farmers, and yeah, it smells of humans and animals in confinement and as a general rule uh most elves and druids are, are not particularly thrilled with uh, human settlements yeah i'm definitely not thrilled to be in patience i have no patience for patience totally <laughs> can work with that and you hear me clattering down the stairs finally in my scale armor you're wearing too much you move too slow I do a backflip. <laughs> no, I actually don't do a backflip. I don't have decks of nine. I just sort of look at you. And dash out the door. Uh, so for the druid, do you – let's see. Do, 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 do. Sounds like you keep saying druid instead of druid. <laughs> druid. Closer. Yeah, I just keep thinking of, of myth, myth wearing, you know, white 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 pants, suspenders, and a, bo- and a bowler. But anyway. <laughs> well, that brings up a question because I've been – Calling it Druid for the last 30 years. It's Druid. Huh. Well, one of those things. I'll chalk it up to Southwestern slang uh, corruption. Well, the question I have is, do you have uh, any particular move that would help you moving through the forest? I think I do. Oh, elf move. Elf move, yeah. Ah. So, yeah, he, he, he literally blends in with the forest. Well, may or may not possibly disappear from the group. Well, that that would make you a, a terrible guide, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. <sighs> they never asked me to be a guide. <laughs> Come on, wouldn't we follow the druid as best we can? <laughs> Where'd he go? I'm here. Use your eyes, not your sight. Well, how about you give us a little clue for our poor human eyes to follow? Look at the way the animals are fleeing. 
If we want to find out what's making them flee, we must go backwards. Well, I definitely have seen the birds. Is the forest emptying out of all the elves and chipmunks, squirrels, rabbits, and that stuff too? Not as fast. Birds have the advantage of mobility now. So uh, unless you have anything else you want to do real quick, let's get deeper into the forest here. Yes. This is taking too long. Well, you have to move at the speed of scale, mail. I have to move at the speed of slow, is what you mean. All right, you know what? Just certain realities. I'm going to try and see if I can determine which way I need to go. <laughs> I'm waiting for you guys, like, looking back, like, come on. So that's going to be 2d6. I rolled a 3, so it doesn't matter. I, it looks like I got lost. Well, now this is where Todd gets to tell us. Gets to make his move. You don't get to tell him. That's right. It isn't so much as you get lost, as as in you don't sense any danger at all. It is just the forest. It's like being your usual self. You are uh, noisy and perhaps complaining a bit too much when you know the the low branch uh, swings back. Uh, from uh, myth passing through, and you catch it. And generally, within the first mile, y- you have bits of branches and twigs and leaves all sticking out of your armor. Devil elf, slow down! If I am any slower, the snails will beat us there. Uh, Edmund, are, are you just following along behind the, the blundering paladin and... Uh, like smirking as he blazes a trail for you? Or... I'm trying to keep track of uh, where Myth is directing us and directing the, the paladin. Whenever, Hey, over there, over there. He's over there. Where? Where? Go that way. See my finger? See where I'm pointing? Go that way. Throw out a, a discern realities roll as well. That's wisdom. Oh, partial. Give me one question or something. That's what happened here recently, what is about to happen, what should I be on the lookout for, what here is useful or valuable, who's really in control, or what here is not what it appears to be. I'll just go with uh, what here is not what it appears to be. As you are following Myth's trail, you realize that you're not following Myth. Myth, somewhere along the way, you've lost your two followers. Oh, hell. I think he went this way. But I still think I, I'm seeing myth ahead of us here. Is that? Well, you're, you're doubting that. You're, uh, you know, at first you thought you were following myth, but th- now you're not sure. Because, well, uh, as based upon uh, uh, Cassis' uh, trouble moving through the, the woods, myth isn't leading us in the right direction. Hmm. I don't think that's myth. I'll sort of pull up short when you say that. Mm, out comes the sword. Myth, in air quotes, just at the edge of vision, is waving you forward. Yeah, that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whip the sword around. Oh, Minerva, cleanse, clear my sight. What here is evil? Is that, that, uh, on a, is that uh, a freebie? Uh, yeah, it's a freebie. Oh, that... Shape that is vaguely myth-like does not uh, radiate goodwill. Uh, I I sort of lean back. I believe that is what we came here to deal with. 
Myth, wait up! Myth, your turn for a discern realities roll. No, oh. Wisdom is 15. You're wiser than so... the paladin. Yet no duh. <laughs> so, 2d6 plus 1. Okay. 9. That's good for a question. What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable? Who's really in control? Or here, what here is not that it appears to be? Uh, what should I be on the lookout for, I guess? What you should be on the lookout for is the various dark and twisted wolves that are slowly converging on where you think the other two are. Well, um, I need to be faster than those. <laughs> Quite obviously, I'm going to shapeshift. Is that a automatic ability for you? Yes. Well, I have to roll, but... um. Well, then it's not automatic. I'm going to shapeshift into a deer. Uh, so roll wisdom plus one, two d six plus one. Hold two. I turn into a deer, and you also have to tell me one or two moves associated with my new form. Paranoid senses is uh, one move that a deer has, and another move that a deer has is I can vault anything. Right now, I'm not gonna spend any of those. I'm racing back to where they came from. Well, that might involve having to jump over it rather I'll, than go I'll, through. I'll spend one then. I will, I will vault anything. Edwin, Cassius, as you're sitting there contemplating uh, what to do about the not myth, that particular, we'll call it doppelganger, just disappears into the wood. And no. then, you hear, then you hear the growling from under the brush. Behind me, Edwin. The bard even have a weapon? <laughs> uh, technically, yes. I mean, I've not seen him pull the pull it out. You don't know whether there's just a hilt stuck into the scabbard or whether there's actually a sword there or not. But uh, I think I'm going to try to climb up the nearest tree. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, that's probably uh, defy danger. Because if you don't get up the tree, you probably get pulled down and... Uh, terribly savaged. So it would be Dexter, strength, or... Getting out of the way or acting fast? Sounds like Dex to me. You're not trying to lift the tree or endure the tree. <laughs> Partial. Well, okay. Well, that's very simple. As you scramble up the tree, uh, you have a choice. You either uh, uh, make it up the tree, uh, but you lose something valuable to you, or you uh, get caught and hesitate. I have to look and see what you have that's valuable. His pipes? Yeah, the dueling raper would probably make most sense. Yeah. Since I'm pretty sure you didn't have your pipes in hand. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm thinking he has, uh, if you'll take a recorder instead of pipes. He's not Zamfir. <laughs> feels, it feels more appropriate for the character. To lose, to lose the recorder or uh, to lose the rapier? If I'm going to lose the rapier getting up, I'll lose the rapier. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, getting up the tree is more difficult than you thought. Uh, I mean, at some point you have to weave and twist at, at, to uh, gain the necessary height. And unfortunately, your well-oiled scabbard means your rapier just slides right out with the greatest of ease. Oops. And uh, now you can actually look down and see some snarling wolves. Cassis, 
they're making a lunge at you. Of course, they're trying to outflank you. Put my back against the same tree, and uh, well, do I want to hack and slash or defend? Well, he's up the tree and defends only if I'm doing someone else. So I'm want to hit this hack and slash. So yeah, they go at me. I just swing my sword. I'm, and survey says eleven. Yes. No, wow, you're actually like dangerous. Uh, do I want to do the extra damage but exposed to an enemy's tank? No, I'm just going to slash him for D10. The wolves are actually just a pool of hit points, so you, you can like uh, depending one. on which one you can nick <laughs> a wolf. <laughs> yeah, but you definitely got its attention. Back beast. You can you can hear the wolves. They've, they, they've stopped their stalking and they're growling and barking and, and uh, snapping. You, you don't quite see them, but uh, it, it's obvious to uh, see uh, Edwin up in a tree. So he's saying, yeah, it's probably a good spot where the wolves are. What would you like um, to do? I would like to burst through the brush and essentially batter one of their he- the wolves' heads with my hooves. Yeah. like to kick it to death. Okay, Bambi, oh. go get him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's definitely in the hack and slash category. Hoove and slash. Yes. God, what would that be? Strength. Strength. And as a deer, you do not have any particular extra strength. 12 is zero, so it's a straight up D- 2D6. Oh, God, four. Ay, ooh, ah. Look, Pray. <laughs> it's kind of my point, but yeah. Yeah, this is you have definitely not uh, hit one of the wolves, but you have definitely got their attention. That uh, was what I was after. I would uh, have liked to hit the wolves, but it's just like as you are closer, you can tell that there's something wrong with it. These wolves, they're. they're Fur is oily and black. Their eyes, uh, they have a sheen to them that uh, looks unhealthy. So they're unholy abominations of hell. Got it. And I'm going to tease them in the way of animals by flicking my tail at them. Right. Yeah, that sounds like defy danger. That sounds like defy danger, doesn't it? How do I do that? <laughs> well, are, are you trying to race away? Are you trying to bulldoze through them? Are you just trying to take the blows and uh, let the wolves have their way? Are you trying to charm them with your Bambi good looks? No, I'm not trying to charm them. I want to make them angry enough to chase me so I can lead them away. We'll call that dexterity. Uh, You're you're trying to get out of the way and and quick thinking. So plus one because I have 13 in that? Yeah. Nope. Doesn't work. Ah, that is harm. Failing to get out of the way get, earns you a, a snap from the wolves. Remember, you don't roll. Well, rolls. <laughs> so every roll, uh, D6 uh, for damage from getting nipped by a wolf. Ah, Ooh, there you go. There you go. You, Nick for Nick. I'll uh, start reciting a poem of courage and valor to inspire our paladin to greatness. So you what you give me like a well, plus one forward plus one d four for damage or yeah well Cassius the, the the wolves are pressing on you and they are are flanking you and doing their best to get multiple nips and chomps on you and after all yeah they they are pack animals and they have you surrounded I appear a little uh, shaken by all of this or you weren't planning to be eaten either. This is where you find out the wolves can climb trees. 
So, uh, but what, what's the result of him failing that, though? I want to get that out of the way first. There was actual uh, failure on, on that. I think it it's just merely annoyance. It, it's like, Ed, Cassis, you're just annoyed that Edwin is sitting there and says, like, now he decides he, to play an inspirational song? What else is he bringing along? Well, and I see the deer being mauled, so I know that that's the, the stupid elf. So uh, I'm going to do a defend and see if I can get them to come back at me again and, and leave him alone. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, yes, I am. Do you want to interfere? <laughs> yes. Okay, roll first, then. It's under you... my bonds, dang it. <laughs> so you get to make a uh, roll versus bond. So you have, how many bonds do you have with me? Two. So you got plus two. Are you sure it's me or Edwin you have two bonds with? No, it's, oh, it's Edwin. Edwin. Got... It's Edwin, okay. So you don't get a plus Never four. mind. No, 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 no. You're, eight, you're uh, Cassie. Cassie. Yeah, never mind. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Yeah. Get yourself killed for all I care. All right, good. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to do a defend, and I get a plus one on my con. Yes. Oh, nine. Okay. Uh, I get hold one. Hmm. Redirect. Have. Open up an attacker. You know what? The one that's been snapping at at, at Myth, Mithram, uh, Myth, uh, I get I Basically, I distract him enough so that I'm giving Myth a plus one to attack him. First, I would like to attack, but I would also act, like to ask them what they think they're doing. Well, you get a plus one forward against them, so you can use it however you want to use it. You want to use it to, to talk to them? I'm not trying to parlay. I just want to figure out what the heck they're doing and, and if they can even understand me or if they're too far gone for that. Yeah. Uh, see, with a parley, though, it, it's an extended conversation. I think this is more just animal speech and, and just – you know, if you can convince them somehow in the future to lay down their paws and uh, come up with a deal, like, we'll eat you now or we'll eat you later. But just generally asking a, a question and trying to speak to them, uh, that's combat banter. So, But as you are coming up with your plan of action, did you actually want to try to talk to the wolves? Yes. I just and want to ask them what they're doing, what they think they're doing. Every one of them, simultaneous, and even Edwin and Cassius, who can't understand Wolf, are, are kind of creeped out by it. They all say uh, to the deer, kill the other. Kill the other? Other is in not animal? That will require more conversation, because they're in the process of trying to kill you. Right, well, I'll have to figure out what they meant later. I'm going to attack them, because I'm being attacked. Are you going to attack back? Or are you going to flee? Are you going to try to defend? I'm going to attack back. I want to I want to turn around and whack him upside the snout with my back hooves. And we get a plus one because of my assistance. And it's yeah. based on strength. Which is a 12, which is a nothing. So 2ZX plus one is a nine. I believe that's uh, a trade. You deal d damage to the enemy and they do damage to you. So roll your damage and roll for D6 from the wolf pack. It's, your damage is a D6, according to your sheet. D6 both ways. Fair trade. Okay. So which one you're rolling for first? Uh, damage to the wolf. Oh. And then damage from the wolf. Oh, no. I believe that puts you at uh, five damage. It does, yes. I'm, I'm working on it. Cassius, wolves are nomming away at you. They will succeed unless... 
Unless I put a sword through their throats, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Cassius does what Cassius does best. I'll try to aid him by throwing like a pine cone at one of the, the heads of a wolf. <laughs> Distracted a little. I believe you actually have to roll for aid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, well, that, that's certainly dexterity. Pine cone volley. <laughs> See the partials. They take the plus one, but I expose myself to danger, retribution, or cost. I rolled an eleven, and that plus one takes to the twelve. So, okay, let, let, let's let's get with the consequences of Edwin first. Yeah, you manage to pluck some pine cones and, and actually chuck them to some effect, but the problem is you lose your uh, bracing and you literally pivot at your knees on the branch and are now hanging upside down and closer to the wolves. And I roll a four for damage. So The wolf pack has not even begun to be discouraged yet. Ah, it's like wargs. Well, more like maybe driven mad, maybe under control. Uh, it is certainly creepy that they occasionally all bark, growl, talk at the same time with the same tone. You've been around a pack of dogs, you know, it, it, it's noisy and chaotic, and these guys were coordinated and stealthy and single-minded and just wrong. And being controlled, most likely. Where is Edwin, out of curiosity, still in the up tree? In the tr- up in the tree, hanging from a branch by his knees, dangling his head down uh, at the wolves trying to bait them. Are you insane? <laughs> this wasn't my plan. Of course, I say that um, in deer. So no, comes, you, you, no, you, can still, you can still talk. And that's always been the thing with, with, with druids. They can still talk. All right. Well, are you insane? Get back up in that tree. I'm trying. I want to get their attention away from him completely. That's not you're trying to defend then. Mm-hmm. I'm, I would like to drop this form, take another one. Of? A bear. A bar. Hmm. Well, it's going to be hard to defend and transform at the same time. I know. I'm going to take a little damage. I'm willing to take that damage. Okay. So make your roll for the transformation. Eight. Hold two. Okay. And now from the damage from the wolves, because I can't defend at the moment. Well, real, real quick. Uh, see, traits of a bear. Can I say something like one point of armor because of their thick hide and uh, fat? I was hoping I would get some strength, but yeah, that works. Well, uh, I, I can give you two things, and, and then in turn, yeah. I guess I should ask, how big of a bear? I'm a big old grizzly. Grizzly bear. I'll give you a plus two strength, but you probably will also attract a lot more attention as a result. That's the point. Remember, that's what you can use that twice, and then you turn back into a, an elf again. Yep. Okay, yeah. in, that, in that case, armor w- would probably not be a, a good choice for a trait. Let's go with plus two strength and bear roar. Okay, I don't think they're going to respond to the roar at the moment, but I'll try it later. Well, it, it's an option. Judge my questionnaire. Does uh, the druid automatically take damage from the wolves because the druid is kind of sort of defenseless while sh- shape-shifting, or is that more of a defy danger? I think that's a defy danger, because I can mm-hmm. do two things at once, so... So let's roll for defy danger, dexterity, no bonus. Eight. 
On a seven to nine, you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. The GM will offer you a worse outcome, hard bargain, or an ugly choice. If you want to transform, you're going to get attacked by two wolves. Are you still willing to stand there and take it? Yes. Let's go with 2d6 for damage. Okay. Oh! There are wolves that have jumped on your back and are trying to bite you in the neck, and they're clawing and scrabbling and biting, and you are just this huge furball of a fight. Oh, I'm Feel dead. To... I'm, 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 I'm gone. Well, how it's all my points? HP. I have 15. You're in zero then. You're not dead. Yeah, I see this happening. I go, damn it, elf! And I rush forward. I'm going to uh, try to put, put lay some healing on him. But I gotta do it by touch. Which means I gotta defy danger and wade through the wolves to get to him. So, defy danger first? Sure. Uh, I'm powering through, so that's gonna be strength. So I get a plus one. Eight! Okay. Well, uh, of course, you could hesitate uh, and uh, not reach the bear, or if you continue on through, you're going to uh, get bit for 1d6. I'll get bit. Oh, one point, one point gets through my armor. Another nip. Yep, but I get to him, so now I'm going to you know, lay on hands and invoke Minerva to heal this poor, this poor misbegotten soul. So I get this is back at my plus two. Yay. Ah, cruds. Nothing happens. Yeah. And I am going to uh, tell a tale about the uh, the great bear god of uh, Ursa and uh, how he would rise from his slumber. And I'm doing arcane art to try to heal. And it's a partial... Which still works, but I draw unwanted attention, or your magic reverberates to other targets, affecting them as well. GM's choice. I do heal 1d8. So a mighty 2. You're conscious now. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> well, this is all happening uh, so, so relatively quick. I mean, you know, the wolves are still almost literally hanging, uh, standing on, on your back. Undue attention? Yeah, I, I doubt that the mag- your magic would uh, pass to tainted wolves. So I'm going to say that uh, the remaining wolves are, are just irritated by your sound and are proceeding to jump and snap and try to take off your scalp. Myth, you feel terrible, but you'll also feel inspired by the uh, bard's magic. Cassius, I'm, I'm afraid to say there's a, there's a little voice in the back of your head that nervous is like this isn't a person. Mm. Ooh, I wanna I wanna fight some wolves. <laughs> <laughs> well, the nearest wolf is on your back, so <laughs> probably easy within reach. <laughs> okay, use your claws. I, I don't know. I wanna I wanna bite him by the neck and throw him. Well, oh, use nice. your claws, grab a hold of him, bring him around, then bite him and throw him. Definitely in the hack and slash category. I have a plus two in strength, so 13. Ooh, mighty! I guess you got a 10 plus. You can choose to do uh, extra damage or not take any damage. Given that you're just about dead, maybe you want to avoid the hair attack. Yeah, I'm going to avoid their attack. All right. Well, I know he's wounded, so I'm... You, well, hold on. Let, let okay. me jump in here with a description of what actually happens. In bear form, you grab a wolf in one paw, you... 
grab a wolf on another paw, you sit there and you just chew down on, on, on one of the wolves and, and it makes that ungodly shrieking sound that canines do when they're hurt, hurt. And the other wolves all shudder at the same time and scatter into the brush. The taste in your mouth is foul. Foul enough that I'm going to start eating grass. <laughs> <laughs> the surviving wolves that, that haven't been uh, mauled or chomped on. It's weird. They're, they're, the, the way they act, you know, at first you thought, wow, this is a well-coordinated pack. But now they're, they're like scattered and, and, and yipping and just getting away from you. Like wolves. Okay, more like normal wolves, one could assume. Well, what about the two in his hands? <laughs> Those are broken and dead. Any wolf that could get away got away. Is it safe to come down now? <laughs> yes. Your your rapier is about halfway down the tree. I'll collect it on my way down. I go and hit and pet the fur and said, "Okay, if you want to be healed, you got to turn back into yourself." He was going to do that anyway, so he does that and just kind of slumps over. All right, once forward feeling. Okay, and you know, may the may the goddess Minerva heal heal thy wounds, and I'm gonna try it one more time because now it's not a critter. All right, heal wounds. Yeah, that, that mental magical uh, divine thumbs up. <laughs> and I heal you for five, so you're at seven halfway there. <laughs> I'm gonna examine one of these dead wolf and spout lore. Okay. Is there a roll for that? Did he yep. do some? The seven to eight, the GM will only tell you something interesting. It's up to you to make it useful. As the wolf sits there, dead or dying, the black oily slickness that was in its fur, the film that was over its eyes, kind of sloughs off and puddles and starts to sink into the soil. Well, that's not quite lore. Let's see how to make that lore. It flees the light. Would that help now? Mm. Lore, lore, lore. I've, uh, I know a story from that tale of, what was it, Olaf? Yes, the black. Animals infected by this strange blackness. Should we try digging it up? Well, the source of this is where the, uh, the star fell. We need to go there to end this. I, I will throw a lore reminder at Edwin here. When I originally described the ballad of Olaf the Black, it ended when he buried the fallen star. So there might be some connection to the Earth. Mm. I'm looking at your at your sheet there, Eric, at Myth's sheet. You have a poultice, don't you? I do. Once I was trying to get to it. Uh, I play a character who has poultices also. They do a, a straight seven if you use them. You got two uses. A straight seven? Yep, that would heal me completely, so. That's very handy. Describe this poultice. What does an elven healing poultice look like, smell like? It smells kind of like eucalyptus. <laughs> totally unnatural, which makes it mystical. That's a very green smell. Ah, th th that, uh, that I can t totally see. The, the, the essence of the forest healing. Uh, and it stings. It hurts. <laughs> well. When I apply it. But I'm not saying I'm not, like, screaming or anything because I'm, I have my teeth gritted. <laughs> 
Well, you, you know how like you know a wound itches while it heals. Well, that happens. Oh yeah, the I course. definitely know that. <laughs> you, you know, you know how that goes like over the course of weeks. Imagine if you accelerated that to a minute. Yep, yeah, that's what a it's week's doing. worth of itching. <laughs> it's like it's ah ooh, ooh, nah, nah, nah. Well, um, the number one question in your mind after you've restored uh, your uh, health is, what is wrong with these two? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, like, they, they went off. Like, they were actually heading away from the uh, impact site. I'm going to pull, uh, who's the easiest to push around? <laughs> Edwin, duh. I'm going to pull Edwin uh, close and since you go, what were you thinking? I was following you. No, you weren't. You. Well, obviously it wasn't actually you. You're heading the opposite direction. Yes, we finally realized that it was some sort of glamour or some sort of creature that looked just like you, staying just far enough ahead that we couldn't keep up, just like you. How convincing. <laughs> I'll go slower. How about you stay right there in front of me and that'll, that'll work? <sighs> I have a better idea. What? You can he's, turn it? He's sizing him up right now. Mm. Take off your armor. No. And <laughs> <laughs> you will be the one walking. Fine. What are you going to do? Turn into a moose? No. <laughs> <laughs> His other so land is the whispering plains. He's going to turn into a mustang. Turn into a horse, not a moose. That <laughs> moose. Moose is a grand beast. A moose is a grand beast, yes, but it's not part of the forest. It's part of the alpines. Depends on your flavor of forest. Ah, so this is true. I, I hold one in addition to whatever the GM says when I change into a horse. Okay, okay so this is like a negative thing? Uh, I think so, because I got a four. I still okay. change into a horse, but... You change into a horse, but you do too good of a job. When you go to speak, all that comes out is... <laughs> there's a lot of neighing. There's a lot of neighing, and they know me well enough to know I'm swearing. <laughs> I pet his mane and said, I'm sorry I didn't bring an apple. I'm just going to stomp my hoof dangerously <laughs> close to his foot. <laughs> well, I believe I have a ride. Yes. And I go awkwardly trying to climb up on his back. So That's what Paladin is there for. Yeah, so I mean, what is your bareback uh, horse riding skill? I've told many stories about great cavalry rides. <laughs> the biggest problem for, for uh, Edwin is not getting whacked with branches, which are higher than the horse's head, but lower than Edwin's. I'm probably bent over, clutching onto it, his neck with my head buried next to the horse's head. That's a smart move. <laughs> That's it's a very not smart a graceful movement. ride. No, nope, nope. Yeah, and I'm going to walk just to the right of the horse's rear end. <laughs> you realize horses can kick slightly to the side, right? I'm not worried about being kicked. I'm still myself inside here. You, and, and, and the thing is, it comes out and it's like <laughs> traveling through the forest on horseback is certainly easier for uh, Edwin, even if it's a little bone jarring. You actually make some good time. It isn't for long that you uh, reach a place in the forest where it's a little bit shrouded. At first, you think it's mist, but then you realize it's that uh, bluish smoke of like maybe a fire or, or, or something. 
but you think you're getting close. What do my mm-hmm. horse senses pick up? Well, definitely the the, the, the smell of uh, something hot and uh, burning. Uh, your twitchy ears certainly pick up the lack of animal sounds. Certainly no birds. When I get there and sniff and smell, I think I'll do another try another step at discern realities. With okay, I get a plus one on that. So seven. All right, ask one question. Hmm. What should I be on the lookout for? Change in the wind that would bring roaring flames to you. Well, the forest is on fire. Oh, I go, forest on fire. Keep track of the wind. We don't want the wind to change and start and bring the fire our way. And patience. I am remembering my vows. Yes. I'll also uh, do discern realities since you've got your twitchy horse senses in play. Five. Mm, besides uh, the stillness and, and the smell of smoke, can't pick out uh, anything else. That uh, Otherwise, it looks like a forest just on the edge of burning down. Edmund, your bones have stopped being jarred since uh, myth has come to a stop. I'm gracefully dismount. He falls off the horse. Defy danger! Stand up, brushing myself off. I'm going to become myself again. Well... We're obviously getting closer. Pull on my hair again like that. I might consider you my mate. You're not my type. Ditto. Well, you're one with the forest. I gesture. How very brave. The one who's actually good in the forest should lead? He's going to move ahead then. Moving through the forest, easy enough to do. And as you uh, get closer to where the smoke gets thicker and, and the heat start rise, rises, starts rising a little bit. It's not like there's a full-blown forest fire out there. Well, basically, you break through and you get to a clearing. Smashed trees everywhere. And uh, a number of the trees are burning embers, which is where the smoke is coming from. It's stinging your eyes and making it hard to see much further. We need some guidance. You know, pull out. I pull out the holy, the the holy symbol, and say, Minerva, where here lie the foulness? It's one of those. That, yeah, yeah it's, an automatic, or, it's an automatic. It's auto. So, is your holy symbol like a little spear or what? <laughs> or Minerva, oh, no. or is holy it like word. an owl? Uh, it's a uh, it's a coin. A owl on one side, a spear on the other. Oh, so it is both. <laughs> so I got the okay. owl side. I have the owl side out. Facing out, we need we need wisdom right the, now. The, the way I imagine it is, you, you take your three fingers out like like a fork with a coin in it, mm-hmm. and you scan with the coin using the eyes of the owl. And Minerva, that, give me sight beyond sight. As you're you know sweeping, asking for Minerva's guidance, at one point it, it's almost like you can feel the the coin tugging, indicating a direction. And I'll just point with the sword that way. And now I'll take the lead. As you advance through the smoky haze, uh, you, you step you know, over fallen trees. You can recognize what would be blast damage. I mean, the leaves have been uh, stripped. And as you get closer, the uh, trees go from uh, being blasted to being seared on one side. And that's where the smoke is uh, coming from. But the heat must have been intense and short since the whole thing has not burst in the flame. 
radiant heat. Yeah. And I should get to the point where the uh, smoke actually starts to clear a bit because there's not as many burning embers. You come right up to what would be a crater's edge. And it's maybe all 30 or so feet in diameter. It's not particularly huge, but it's not a place where you'd want to be to begin with. And what good GM lies in the center of the crater? Well, you have to make a defy danger before I can tell you that. Dexterity. That's, that's, that's a zero. Hi, Evie. <laughs> <laughs> tell uh, me how you found the uh, lip of the crater before knowing it was a crater's edge. Oh, good. It's because the trees are now laying not just horizontal, they're, they're laying at an opposite vertical. I mean, it's basically it was plowed up and the trees are now broken and pointing downward into the ground. So you actually have to step up over the berm and before you realize that it's the crater's edge, you start sliding down through the uh, torn up soil. You two can see uh, Cassius is starting to slide down a slope. I'm going to go after I him. Guess, uh, I was going to say, I guess you let him go? <laughs> no, I'm going to go after him. Are you going to chase after him, or are you going to try to uh, catch him. grab hold? Catch him. Okay. I'm going to so, try to, like, reach down and... Grab me. Sure. i got a flailing arm. I, I have the... a, I'm a fan of Defy Danger, so let's make a dex roll on that. That'd just be a straight 2d6, because I only have 13 on my deck. No, 13 is plus one. Oh, okay, plus one then. Seven. Ah, that plus one was important. Stumble, hesitate, or flinch. If you grab hold, you can break his fall, but he's going to drag you forward. Of course, you can let him go and, mean, and keep your footing. Oh, you, mean, you mean drag him downward? Yeah. I'm not going to let him go. What do you take okay. me for? I don't know. Maybe you don't have a uh, – you're not a big fan of uh, Minerva's and by proxy, Cassius. <laughs> Well, if, if you grab a hold of him, you can certainly grab a hold of a flailing arm, and you you both hit the dirt, so to speak. <laughs> You're not quite dangling. You you are like slid and uh, jerked to a stop. So, am I on I the inside on the inside of the crater or the outside of the crater? You are on the inside as it slows down. Oh, so basically the berm collapsed underneath me, and I went ee. They are okay. I got gotcha. you. Yes. A dirt slide, so to speak. Edwin, could you give us a hand? Edwin, are you just going to let these two flounder? So they're they've both fallen. And well, Cassius has certainly fallen uh, down the lip, and uh, Myth is on the edge of what would be the crater, keeping Cassius from sliding further in. The smoke stings your eyes. The smoke is obscuring what's in the middle of the crater. From the outside, yes. Uh, people on the inside, if, if they're not flailing, probably could see more. Because right. you know how like haze will form a blanket. Well, you're in the blanket right now. Quit mucking about. Let's go. And he just jump into the crater and slide down and and try to try to knock Cassius to come with him. Grab Cassius to come with him. <laughs> okay. Uh, somebody's defying danger here. <laughs> Let's go with Edwin first. Dexterity to make this happen. Yes. Well. <laughs> you you make this look good. And because of your success and the fact that you wanted Cassius to come with you, Cassius, defy danger, or you can choose to 
let fate uh, direct its course. And <laughs> if I'm gonna go, myths coming with me, so I'll defy danger with strength. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seven. I, I I let I let go. I guess. Or where, what's what's my what's my option? Stumble, hesitate, or flinch. More worse outcome, hard bargain, or ugly choice. If if you want to uh, grab a hold of myth, besides occupying both your hands, Edwin in one and myth in the other, there's no way you can brace yourself for the bottom. You're you're along for the slide. If you're willing to uh, hesitate, you can leave myth back up at the top. Yeah, I think I'll hesitate. Sorry, sorry, myth. You're not coming along right now. The Screw that. I'm going to turn into an eagle. I'll just fly past them. Okay, roll, roll for the shape change then. <laughs> Screw you guys. Seven. Two holds, yes. Um, I think I'll be a harrier though, because those are more likely to call the planes home, and they're okay. larger. For your traits, we'll go with death from above. Your specialist uh, attack move is to dive in claws first. Okay. And, oh, and, and flight. Well, no, that's probably a gimme. I, if you don't mind me kibitzing. Uh, vision. Well, eagle, eagle eyes. There you go. Carriers or hawks? <clears throat> oh, it's still called eagle eye because that's the meme that people know. You know Hawkeye works say, too. Yeah, but then everyone says, "Well, where's your bow and arrows?" <laughs> so everyone goes in. Slide. Slide. Some more dignified than others. At and the, when you fall at the base <laughs> of, of the crater is a shallow pool of muddy water, and in the middle of the small pond there is a black stone, and there's someone sitting on the stone, and they are pure black. Oh, I'm gonna fly at that. Well, it's a, no attempt to parley then, just. <laughs> If it, is it vaguely human-shaped? It is more than human-shaped. It is vaguely elf-shaped. Oh, if it's elf-shaped. Yeah. I still don't like elves all that much, but okay, I'll land and... I'll be charming and open, and I will say hello. Um, and using my charming and open move, ask, how can I get you to stop infecting the uh, forest with evil? How is he... So... so... Asking the question, is it easy? Uh, d- does this charming and open actually, do d- you get an answer? They must answer it truthfully. Then they may ask you a question from the list as well, which I have to answer truthfully. The elf? Though, though it's like a tar elf, <laughs> for lack of a better word. He kind of holds out a hand and tilts his head to the side. We are not evil. We are we. It is you who have come here with evil intent. Are you going to lift us back up into the sky? I would if I could. But you can't. So we do what we do. At this point, even without using your hawk-eyed eagle eyes, this whole we thing is a bit odd since there's only one. I'm going to ruffle my feathers because it makes me uncomfortable, but I'm going to let the people who actually talk to people do the talking. I'll try uh, a spout lore. Maybe I maybe I know something. We've seen this thing up close. Maybe I know something useful. Yeah, GM will only tell you something interesting. It's up to you to make it useful. Going back to the saga of Olaf the Black, the most dangerous thing uh, uh, about 
the black stone was touching it because of its corrupting influence. Motion to my companion thought, don't get too close. You are full of um, righteousness there, Cassius, but uh, you don't know. You don't want to be corrupted. Actually, right now, he's uh, not full of dignity because you are still uh, butt down <laughs> in, the, in the dirt because you were the one who was doing the slide. Yeah, I'm, I'll stand up, eyes narrowed, and pulling the coin out again. But this time I'm going to do discern realities. I'm just sure enough, he, he's not being awfully aggressive. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just a straight 2d6. Uh, five, I got nothing. It's black, it's evil. It, it, that's what the handbook says. Your, your tales, this, this song of Olaf you mentioned. Anything about it having a body? Not that I remember that from the story. Yeah. I go. Do you think perhaps someone has already found the stone and that actually is an elf corrupted by this evil? Um, I'll try to discern realities here. I'll study him. Study this elf. I don't care what it is. It's wrong, and Myth does not like it. <laughs> a tar elf that came from the sky. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's obvious. It's a really good copy of an elf if it was made out of tar. Is there an elf underneath it? Hard to say. All right. I just sort of stand there and grab the holy symbol still in hand. I uh, hold up. By the divine authority of Minerva, the one who whose wisdom reaches all, if thou art thou are holding one of, one of our brethren, the brethren elf captive, release them now. I'm using I am the law. <laughs> So I get to roll my first of my charisma, see if I can actually convince this thing to release, if he really is an elf being held captive. Thirteen! I am the law. I need to look at this move. Uh, when actually, you give an, give an NPC an order based on your divine authority, roll your charisma. If you roll a seven, you, they do one of the things, but if I'm a ten, I take plus one forward, and I guess they also do what I told them to do. Hmm. I won't say he's taken aback, but literally the black oily sheen across the face of the elf parts, and you see what looks to be a normal elf that is inside of it. And he, like, blinks, looks at you, says, I'm okay with this. This is a different creature, but nonetheless, it has a right to live corrupting the other creatures of the forest. Surely you don't want that. We can make a new home here. And he slowly pulls out his bow and starts yeah. to knock an arrow. I'm going to fly and grab that bow. <laughs> well, that's defy danger if I've ever heard of it. <laughs> Use your death from above. Does that give you like well, a I've landed. Two? I've landed, though. Oh, okay. So this would be more like a bluster of wings. This would actually be powering through with strength, because you certainly want to uh, wrestle for for the bow. You know, he's not going to lightly give it up. All right, do I get a plus anything for strength? No. Uh, no. <laughs> 12, okay, just regular 2d6 then. 10. Well. That succeeds. You do what you set out to do. The threat does not come to bear, so you are not swatted out of the sky. And you got a bow in hand, or claw. I'm going to fly away with it. <laughs> and I start playing a little tune for this elf to try to clear its mind of this uh, enchantment that this this tar stuff has put on him. 
Make it a quick one. He's getting ready to draw a sword. Yes! <laughs> Holy cats! So, is is this like puppetry, or does does he still have free will? Well, it, this may not work at all, because I'm assuming that this elf is in mind is not clear because it's corrupted by this evil or whatever this is, and I'm shaking that, helping him clear his mind of that, so he has his own elf free will. If I'm wrong, then I guess it won't do anything. Hmm. I'll say he's definitely conflicted. Part of him certainly wants to step away from the stone, but the stone's hold on him is overpowering. You've certainly created an opening if Cassius wishes to attack. Hmm. He's not evil, but the stone is. The elf has drawn a sword. Olaf had to bury the evil. You know, I'm going to try to knock the sword out of his hand. I'm going to put down the bow somewhere very far away, then <laughs> fly back and turn into something that can start digging. Yeah. <laughs> a giant badger. He's more like a dire badger, dire wolf. Cassius, yeah. roll defy yeah. danger on dexterity. All right. If, if you don't get the sword out of hand, it will in turn stick you. Since plus one. Ten, yes! Holy cats! You guys are like the hostage management team. Swing! <laughs> the sword goes sailing. <laughs> Friend Elf, leave! Come on, leave this thing! Is he still all covered with the, uh... Yeah. Except, except for his face, he's co- he's covered in goo. Come away from the, the stone. It is exerting an influence on you, um... If you get away from it, you'll be able to see clearly and uh, make a a clear decision on what what should be done with it, trying to draw him away. Well, what kind of a role would that be? Parlay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This might actually be the, be the case. Oh, I'm not offering him much, so I, something's now working here. So we'll see what the, the response is. The response is the, uh, the, the black film covers his face. We are done talking. You have shown your hostility. Go! Sword planted in the ground, you know, the symbol of Minerva out, and I, and I yell, Friend Elf, the light of Minerva gives you, gives you, gives you sol- solace. Leave this foul blackness and be, become th- thyself again. I'm doing the I am a law one more time. Trying to help him break free. Seven. Okay, what's seven say? Uh, they got three choices. Do what you say, back away and flee, or attack me. I wonder which one they're going to use. And he lunges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's barehanded, but he knows all the appropriate elven martial arts for dealing uh, with threats to the forest, or in this case, the, the stone. What do I roll for damage? Hmm, well, elves and druids are 1d6, I believe. All right. One, you know, it doesn't need to get past my armor. But 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 he's in close, and even through that black film, you you can see the the rage painted on his face. On the bright side, he's not on the rock, but he's mm-hmm. certainly uh, under control. Well, so uh, I thought uh, let's go to myth. Are you try, you're trying to turn into a dire badger or something? I can pick anything for the plains and anything from the forest. So. A colony uh, of gophers. <laughs> I can't become multiple animals. I think that's a a, 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 a badger, a, a particularly large one, is 
about the best you can do for a digging animal. All right, dire badger then. Uh, so let's make a roll for that transformation. See how, how I'm rolling five. Nope. Ah! I managed to do it though. It's a badger for all intents and purposes, and uh, I, I kind of do like the uh, uh, copy the badger too well and uh, not able to speak. Not able to speak. Well, then I'm just going to start digging. Up. I'm just going to start digging. Oh, do you actually get a move for that? Well, badgers do have nice claws. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming you're you're digging at badger rates of speed, which are pretty. It's pretty fast, believe me. Yeah, but this is a pretty big rock. You know, it, it, it's easily 15 feet across. Well, so. I'm still digging under it, so. Or I mean digging on the hill and throwing dirt on it, or yeah, something. That's, that's yeah, yeah, digging on the hill. Okay, Edwin. Uh, while the elf does not appear to be particularly savaging uh, Cassius just yet, uh, he is definitely in his grill. I will cheer on Cassius. <laughs> Show him the might of Minerva, Cassius. You have done many great deeds. Let's see you do another. And I'll look to give him a plus 1d4 damage forward. It works. Uh, draw on one in attention or magic reverberates to other targets as well. You know what? We'll do the magic reverberates. And uh, as much as it bolsters Cassius, uh, it only uh, drives the elf to more rabid attacking. It says, I defy your god! Ah! <laughs> This is one where I'm going – the thing is I don't think the elf is evil. Therefore, hurting him would be bad, but the oil is over him. And the only way I can defeat this oily liquid – you know what? I'm going to defend at this point. I'm trying to defend the elf. But we'll see how I roll and see – and then there's and, where I can – And that's not the move I would choose. I would say you are going to endure his attack. All right. That works. That's yeah. constitution. If he's got, if I got a hold of him, I'm going to try. Is the oil going back to the rock, or is he independent of that? As any indication from the wolves, as as well as the elf, the oil clings to the possessed, and it doesn't seem to transfer from a possessed to another person. No, no, no. I'm telling you, is he like still? Is like like streamers of oil back to the rock though? Oh, he's not connected to the rock. Oh, okay. When he jumped off the rock, uh, he, he became his own Tari self. By constitution, eight. Okay. Stumble or offer a worse outcome. Hard bargain. Okay. What, else? what, are, my, what are my choices? Well, take damage, certainly. Uh, the, the, the elf can continue to wail on to you. Or you can perhaps kick him back to the rock to separate you. But uh, that would defeat your purpose because you would have to uh, hit him to back him off. So oh. either take the damage or inflict the damage on the one you're trying to protect. He's not evil, so I'm going to take the damage. That's be 1d6 plus d4 then. Where's the plus d4 from? From uh, Edwin's aid. You said it, it affected him too, so he's getting his... Ow, yes. That, that might hurt. Nine! Yeah, Holy which, cats, he's got a chokehold on you. Yeah, luckily I got my armor, which will which will stop three of that, so it's only seven, nine, six. So I have a to- total of seven. He's still doing a really good job of throttling the snot out of you. Maybe bashing your head against the ground a few times. Well, actually, uh, Myth, 
Things don't look good for Cassius. I'm going to leap into action. I'm going to leave off digging and fly at this guy's face. Uh, that certainly sounds like hack and slash. Do I get a strength bonus for Badger? You are a big Badger, but not really. Because, uh, well, it, it's you're not a good copy of a Badger. You're Badgerish. <laughs> Five. Oh. It says the enemy makes attack against you. Unfortunately, there's not much this particular elf could do. So instead, we'll have wolves appear at the edge of the crater and will threaten some impending damage. Okay, I trigger my bardic lore again because now that I've encountered this item and seen it. Are you angling from discern realities or? Oh no, my bardic lore. And bardic lore is like a free question? Yeah, when you first encounter an important creature, location, or item covered by bardic lore. Now, whether you say this is covered in grand histories of the known world. Yeah, and this is not of this world, so I don't think you'd be able to trigger that. Mm. You know, if you were visiting an established location that had a history, or a person or a thing that had a history, but the only thing you have is uh, tales of yore. Hold off. Give me strength. <laughs> you can also, I would say, even try to discern realities. Try to study the uh, the actual stone itself. Meteorite there. Sure. It's a whiz. Yep. Well, nine's not bad. That's good for one. Mm-hmm. And take one forward if you act upon the answer. What here is useful or valuable to me? Particularly <laughs> looking for something useful. You are in a crater full of dirt. And the most useful thing for you is dirt. When looking at the stone and and, and the oily sheen that covers it, it does not touch the dirt. I'll let you figure out what to do with that, but I have given you tons of useful items. Once more with feeling, I'm actually going to use I am the law and try to dry, again, drive the oil from the elf. If you do that, you, oh, yeah. And you fail. You certainly have defy danger because yes. he is trying to bash the ever-living daylights out of you. But then again, it's the uh, it's my most powerful power, power is commanding, you know. And I, but I'm not commanding him. I'm commanding the oil, the the oil to leave him. Uh, that's a that's a tough sell. It's, it, it's controlling him. Therefore, it must have a will of its own. Therefore, I'm going to confront that will with my with the power of Minerva. Basically, I'm using I am the law as a variation of exorcism by the power of Minerva, foul creature that that binds that binds this elf to the you know to your will. Leave him now and go back to from whence you came. Minerva decrees it. <laughs> so, the power, your will amplified by Minerva. Yep. I do have the mark of the divine authority. Does that give me anything? It's safe to say that the oh, wait black a second. thing I... from the stars probably does not respect you. <laughs> Eight. Oh, well, Well. again, they had the choice of back away, do what you say, or... So, it's 1d6 again? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I don't even get a chance to, to defy danger at this point, so... Yeah, just yeah. like the, the danger has come... Uh, through <laughs> four, so it's actually one after armor. So it's now at eight, not even close to half. <laughs> Still, it's just, you're, you so far have been on the losing side of this exchange. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, because because uh, the elf itself is not evil. It's the stuff on him. The trouble if I hit the thing on him, I hit the elf. Indeed. Uh, I may have to make this bad decision soon. Well, let me accelerate that bad decision for you. The elf realizes that your armor is pretty much blunting his attacks, so he's trying to wrestle his sword, your sword away from it. You. Mm. Let's put that in English someday. He's trying to take your sword. What does the badgerkin want to do? Badger wants to try that again. Let's not soar over his head this time. <laughs> Once more in feeling. I'm going to crawl up his leg and... Nosh. Nosh on... Unless somebody tells me not to. I want to yell at the badger, bury the stone. Help oh, okay. the walls. Okay, I'll bury the stone. So I'm going to, I guess, leave off of that. Will that be a de- defy danger? No, no, no. They, they, they all just got his hands full with you at the moment because he's trying to steal your sword. No, no, so, I'm talking with the badger doing burying the stone. Um, it is not dangerous to kick dirt at the stone. Standing with your back to the stone and shoveling dirt at it with I'm your gonna badger paws. Do that as fast as I can. Absolutely, full badger speed. Dig, 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 dig. Yep. Should only take you a week. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> now maybe less than that with a little effort. You've never seen a badger, badger dig before, have you? No, no, but... Uh, They're fast. Uh, well, it, it will certainly take time more more than this combat will. But does it have any effect when the dirt hits the... That's one thing. If the dirt hits the stone, does it have any effect? That's where Defy Danger would come from, then. I'm sure if you were to talk to the stone directly, it would tell you. But I don't think anyone's going to do that. We'll, we'll let the, uh, the dirt flinging begin, for sure. Edwin... You seem to have badger control. Look for the the weak point where I could get like this a side of this uh, crater to collapse and you know help bury this stone. Oh, that certainly might be more effective than the badger if you can like go up to the berm and like through Herculean strength I pull out like my uh, my uh, tin plate to try to dislodge some stuff to cause some small avalanche to bury it or something. Actually, this is defy danger, quick thinking, so you use your intellect. And the danger is, you know, you're trying to you know, create a small landslide, but the danger is one of the wolves on the edge might decide to take a chomp at you. All right. Ooh, wolves, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's 1d6 damage. Perhaps they realize what your intent is and, and are stopping you from that. Bad dog, bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling at my uh, leather armor. Actually, uh, Edwin, uh, so can I force a discern realities on people? If an obvious situation should be made more obvious? How does that work in uh, Dungeon World? If you want to just say something's obvious, I think you just say, hey, you would notice this. Okay. Since you are not in a life-and-death fight down at the bottom of the crater, you realize the wolves haven't come down to attack, but are here to contain you. Mm. Keep us from leaving. As one bites at me, I step back, and I notice it doesn't come towards me into the crater. Yeah, it, it's definitely keeping you from leaving, though. Huh, I suddenly have a, a, a thought. You know, I'm busy fighting, and I remember someone saying about dirt, and I think You're for a second. with a sword right now, though. Yeah, but he's on top of me, right? Yeah. He's not on the dirt. 
I bring my feet up, you know, I crunch my feet up. I'm going to try to flip him onto the dirt. It might be worth a shot. So would that be strength or dex? I think you're definitely trying to use your mass and your armor and your strength to overpower him and uh, pin him. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to try to put him on the dirt. Of course, you know, if, if you fail this, that means he'll have gotten your sword away from you. And he's got my sword away from me. Damn it. <laughs> it was a good idea, but it's an elf. The <laughs> things are very nimble. He's also he's also oily and slippery right now. <laughs> Guys, can we pause here? I really do have to go. Okay. Uh, well, do we want to pause the adventure and uh, pick it up uh, next week, or do we uh, want to put you in auto dig mode? If we picked it up next week, would it be pretty short? All right, just uh, stick me in auto dig mode, and if it comes down to attacking, then John, I leave that in your hands. Okay. Okay. So well, I gotta go. Well, Adios. We, we are in a dire situation here. It, it's like uh, Cassius has been unarmed. Uh, wolves are snarling, and uh, badgers digging. And definitely throwing dirt, but we're not sure what the effect is. Can I try throwing dirt on the elf with my uh, plate full of dirt? Sure. Would that be hack and slap? That'd be a volley, wouldn't it? I don't know. Depends on what effect it has on you, I guess. Let's go with the volley. Now, sure, you're not using a weapon, but uh, in the middle of combat, you know, you definitely uh, want to uh, place uh, your, your load of dirt accurately. Eleven. Start shoveling some dirt onto this thing. What is it? What's the reaction I get? The immediate reaction you get is the elf turns, not quite as if he was, if he's, as if he was burned, but you immediately got his attention, and for that he starts trudging up the hill at you, sword in hand. We need, we need to, we need to bury him, tackle him, and bring him to the ground. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to make him eat dirt. <laughs> get up and just just barrel into him and shove him into the gr- into the dirt face first. Certainly <sighs> defy danger. Yeah, because yeah. if if you don't, <laughs> you'll get whacked by a sword. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I got I got uh, stumble, hesitate, or flinch, or worse outcome. If if you want to uh, plow him in, into the dirt face first, you're going to take uh, a bit of that blade. Uh, getting into close to him. Otherwise, you're, you're going to uh, slip and hesitate and stay out of sword's reach. Nah, I'm, try- I'm, I'm trying to sa- save this elf, so yeah, I'm going to take that hit. So I'll roll d d6, because that's the best that he can hit with. Three! <laughs> Doesn't even go through my armor. Plow into him, shove his face into the dirt. Now, he's certainly not buried <laughs> by, by any stretch, but... but you can see the, the, the oil dancing uh, about a surface, like trying to av- avoid the, the dirt as much as possible. Barius! Barius, Edwin! Barius! Barius Smith! <laughs> the grumbly badger probably says something like, <laughs> translates into, which do you want me to bury? <laughs> the elf! The elf! And starts throwing dirt on it. Cassius, make one more defy danger. Like You're trying to get out of the way of that blade. Well, no, yeah, you can endure it, too. I'm going to hold him in place, so I have to endure the, the combat. 
Six, so I take another take another whack to the sword, I guess. Okay. But I'm trying to hold him in place. Okay, well, he's whacking at you with the sword and not making any progress from the ground. I think we need another volley from... Oh, it doesn't get to my armor, though. <laughs> it's hard to get through your armor. You're like an armadillo. Uh, I get going, you're dulling the blade! <laughs> Edwin, are you going to keep shoveling? Yeah. Throw another volley. Yeah, partial. Whichever you choose, you deal your damage. You have to move to get the shot placing you in danger. That's that you have to take what you get. You have to take several shots, reducing your ammo. Yeah, I think I know which way you're going to go on this one. Well, am I reducing dirt? I mean, that's... yeah, <laughs> you're running out of dirt. <laughs> you just yeah, you're just flailing dirt at the all. Yeah, I mean, you can move closer and be in more in range of the sword, or you can move upward to get more dirt and be in range of the el- of the wolves. So, Edwin, roll one d six. It's damage, but it's an air quotes. That does it. Between all three of you, you manage to cover so much dirt that the oil is absorbed uh, into the earth itself. And uh, the elf is just sitting there coughing and spitting because, well. There was probably oil in his mouth and uh, now dirt. But but he's certainly looking much more like a green forest elf instead of a tar elf. Tell us what happened to you. As I take, take the sword away from him. <laughs> Thank you, kind sirs. At least not for spitting me. Just, I, I came to investigate the rock and I, I touched it and lost my mind. Yes, no touching. She looks up at, at the... Uh, Wolves, they're not going to stay up there forever. It wants us to touch the stone again. You demonstrated what happens when, that, when you do that, right? Yeah, I, I wasn't in pain, but all I could think of was what the stone wanted me to do. It has a mind of its own. I would like to be able to communicate with it. Only by touch, and by touch you risk possession. What if we cover you in dirt? Or you touch? I'm, I, I'm not going to touch it again. No, 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 not you. I'm t- talking to Ed. Went to. Uh, no, it's too dangerous to touch it. I would like to be able to talk to it and get its story. Lake just kind of looks at you like you have lost your mind. Yeah, I put a hand on on, on Edwin's shoulder. Uh, perhaps not every story needs telling, my good friend. Oh, but this one, who has told a story like this? Lake puts his hand on your shoulder, Edwin. He says. If we make it out of this alive, you can have my story. Yeah. The grip on your shoulder for me is getting a little bit stronger going, no, I don't think you want this story. Uh, so you actually get off of the, the elf? Oh, yeah. I get, I'm standing up. I'm staring at the wolves, looking down at the rock. At the, at the rock. Wish I had a shield because that would be a much more effective shovel. Uh, Lake stumbles over and he picks up uh, oh, his no, sword. Oh, I do have a shield. I do have a shield. As Lake uh, pick, picks up uh, his, his sword that you had knocked away from him. He, you mean my sword? No, his sword. Remember you disarmed him? Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he left your sword for you. He's kind of still unsteady on his uh, on his feet, and, and he's go- it, it wants our bodies. It cannot have mine. Why does it want it wants all bodies? or? Uh, he just kind of puts his hands to his temples. It needs hands and mouths and claws and paws. It doesn't have any of its own. 
take my shield and go to the dirt and just scoop up a big old bunch and throw it on the and throw it at the rock. The wolves all snarl in unison and start edging over the uh, lip of the crater, moving closer. I look at Edwin. You're not much of a fighter. Toss you the shield, bury it, throw it out. Lake. I point to him. That that's your name. Yeah. Yes. Let's give him some cover. The badger kind of chops in agreement, agreement, and, and re- returns to uh, bearing. Okay. Yeah, so, so technically, you got plus one armor if you use the shield as armor. Yeah, but I don't know how to. Use. But it's bigger than it's a big shovel now. It's bigger than my plate. Yeah, I'll do a quick uh, recitation of uh, the heroic uh, battles of. The great Graf Vindike, who uh, fought off a pack of wolves and uh, tried to give you that extra bit of damage. But I, the shoveling is messing with my rhythm. <laughs> <I'm> supposed <laughs> it's too much like work. <laughs> so we're supposed to hop on one foot and, and, and yell at them? What? That doesn't make any sense. What? No, no, no. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> so what is this about casino girls? I'm def- I guess I'm defending. Uh, oh, and, def- defending him so he can get his defending Edwin. Do I get any aid from the uh, from the elf in doing this then, or does he give aid to Edwin? That's a good question, and one of those things that I do not know what DW would say, but I'm assuming that an a NPC can lend assistance to a uh, player. But instead of rolling, we'll just say it's a plus one to your defense as he's got your back. So yes, I'm going to do. Keep Edwin from beating, getting bit by the wolves. Are they coming down the hill now? Absolutely. They don't want. They do not like you throwing dirt on their master, so to speak. It, it's they are are trying to cut off your choices, starve or touch the stone. Something. Yeah. So I'm going to roll and eight. Okay. So I get to pick one. You can reduce the damage. Uh, to uh, Edwin, or you can... Oh, uh, no, uh, I'm going to redirect the attack onto myself. Alright, D6, subtract 2. Oh, minus 2? Well, you have 2 points of armor. Okay, I'm going to just put that in there, yeah. Alright. Nothing! There you go! <laughs> so you, you manage to keep the wolves at bay? Yeah, so you get some thumps and shoves, but you get the impression that they're not so much, at least right now, trying to kill you as to get you to touch the stone. Yeah, and I'm not going to do that. I'm keep I'm, I'm staying between them and Edwin so he can bury that damn thing. Do we need like a bury roll for this, or to be honest, it's going to take a long time to bury this thing, even with uh, shieldfuls of dirt. These wolves will either tear you apart or shove you into the stone before then. Edwin, just we need to collapse this hole. That would take a bulldozer, <laughs> which you have not invented yet. Oh, it's too bad the elf is not here. Cause I, I mean, the the druid's not here. Could he call on the animals? There's no animals to call. They've all fled or been tainted. Uh, well, judgment call. Would uh, myth decide that? Being a bear and taking out the wolves would be more expeditious than uh, continuing to, to dig as a badger? Or would Myth eventually say, hey, you know, we, we can't harm these wolves, they're just as innocent as the elf? Myth has already harmed wolves before. 
Yeah. That were possessed. Um, mm-hmm. I guess Jotra, which gets us to the goal of burying this thing quicker. Hmm. That's pretty much Badger. <laughs> the Badger is throwing up furious clouds of dirt, but again, it's it's a spray of, of dirt as opposed to any particularly thick layer. This shield is more effective, but still, it, it, it's taking precious time, and the wolves are pressing again. I'm going to go touch this thing and try to communicate with it. Of course, I don't see this because I'm busy fighting wolves. I'm doing the math here, and it doesn't look like uh, it's, we're going to be able to bury this thing before we're overcome by the wolves, or who knows what else is going to come get To say this is not defy danger would be a lie. And through mental fortitude, which is wisdom, we we need to see uh, which way this battle of the minds goes. Because you know it's all just pretty words. <laughs> My charming and open, maybe I can actually get some answer of it before whether or not it takes over my mind. Well, let, let's start with a defy danger. All right. With whiz? Yeah. All right. Yeah. As soon as you touch it, 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 it literally starts flowing over your hand. First thing that you realize is you cannot pull your hand away, but you can feel its mind trying to press into yours. Let's see. And it says, help me. How can I help you? Stop trying to control me, and I may be able to help you. Hmm. That sounds like you're parlaying. (laughs) (laughs) So you're offering to help in exchange for not taking you over. Now, make a roll. See where we stand. Oh, and I've had five failures. Can I... Oh, move. if you guys are keeping track of that, and oh, it's appropriate. Well, it's just uh, I would take in the the bamboozle when I when you parlay with someone on a seven plus, you take plus one forward with them. So you know it might help me out in future rolls. Okay, that that seems. I don't remember how advancement works in Dungeon World, whether it's the same as other Apocalypse World games or not, where you just instantly can do it or whether. I would say that uh, you find it somewhere within your black heart to bamboozle the stone that wants to possess you. <laughs> the, the, the pressure of the situation certainly empowers you. See, ooh, at thirteen on the parlay. The oil recedes from your hand, and the thought you get is, "Stop the animal from burying me." Ah, uh, myth, myth. Wait, wait, wait. We have an accord. And, of course, at the same time, the wolves actually step back up the slope a little bit. What? What? We're having a discussion here. Just everybody stand down. Are you still touching it? Yeah, sure I am. But I'm not covered in, uh, not covered with it. You touched it! I told you not to! Yes? Well, you are often wrong, Cassius. How can I help you? I wish to do... Turn to the stars. I need hands and eyes and legs. I need many things. How would having those help you get back to the stars? Hmm. I can make a machine. And you go like, a machine? Like a crossbow? <laughs> I would be happy to help you make this machine if uh, I could learn in the making of it. What machine are you talking about? I'm not only hearing half the conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you will be my foreman, 
if you will communicate to the others, I will tell you how to make this machine, how to touch the stars again. I find this exciting and intriguing. (laughs) Now, is that a bamboozle or is this actually your character? No, I think you would find this uh, and building a machine to send something to the stars. That's a great adventure. (laughs) Believe it or not. If we we can actually shift in the epilogue mode, if you are actually sincere on helping this thing craft a machine, yeah. The only way there's only one way for for Cassius to do this. He you know he, let me pray for guidance, and I'm going to you know what here is evil. If it says it's evil, I'm not ha- I'm not helping. <laughs> okay, um, is that an automatic thing? Yeah, it is. The only thing. Actually, evil here is Lake, because he's about ready to shank Edmund. Ah, is if he's in front of me, he's going to he's going to find a, a new protuberance through his chest from the from the back. So yeah, I'm shanking him. Sorry, I may have saved your ass, but if you're going to kill somebody, you're readying evil. Nope, today is not your day. Well, go with hack and slash, but if you fail the twelve. <laughs> And you know what? Since I'm behind him, I'm taking that plus plus D six. <laughs> Roll uh, eight. He was already pretty beat up, so Shink. it's like ah! he's just like I will never give in to that again, and expires. So, Edwin, are you still touching the uh, stone? We're talking. Okay. If imagine a mental sigh. <laughs> <laughs> He was a weak vessel. Well, you see, it's the whole controlling thing. If we just talk, we can get a lot more done than you trying to control everything. <laughs> you know, this is not the outcome I imagined, so cool. <laughs> this thing is going to keep the wolves as his enforcers. Mm-hmm. But describe to me, over the course of weeks, what this machine looks like that can send a large rock back to the stars. Obviously, it, it's not 100% technological. We may have to convince at least one or two ma- uh, mages to cast some sort of spell on it. Well, do you want to end this, or do you want to maybe we have to go, maybe that's a future adventure, we have to go collect some some uh, items that are to use for this. Yeah, I actually, I think I might want to leave it there, because the first thing it says is, I need null stone. Which, of course, is something you can probably only get from the dwarves. Or nulls. Or... <laughs> <laughs> not, not that null. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, a null stone. N-U-L-L, yeah. not G-N-O-L. <laughs> Actually, let's leave it there, we'll, and, we'll, and we'll see yeah. where it goes. Is you've made a deal with the other. Yay! <laughs> well, that wasn't as painful. And for for my concept of my character, that felt very in character. Since I was totally unsure who was the bad guy, yeah, finding out, oh, I was helping the wrong guy. Lake just was morally gray, and given the choice between what he saw as slavery or death, he he didn't see it as a choice. He was like, yep, you all have to die if that's what it takes. End of session stuff? Sure. Uh, well, first I'm of all, thank, thank you for uh, helping me walk through this. Thank you for uh, getting on the uh, fucking bronco of Apocalypse World DMing. <laughs> I, 
I, I still think I probably missed uh, half a dozen things. The hesitation and fear, it, it was not founded in anything. It was just something that you know, I just had to knock loose like a chunk of dirt. Like a badger knocking loose a chunk of dirt. There we go. Maybe I'll, uh, next time I'll GM with a badger hat. I say that for the not present Ari, just so we can get the appropriate grumbling. <laughs> well, he has six. He has six experience points from this, and went through and counted his failures. So he's only two away from actually leveling up. I didn't have enough to level up. Then it's different than. Yeah, it's seven plus seven plus one. Oh, seven seven plus your le- current but current I, I level. I never actually used that move anyway. Fair enough. Check my bonds. Oh, the game. My bonds have changed. Are you following Minerva, Edwin? Uh, not so much. Okay, that one hasn't resolved yet. No no experience there. Did we learn something new and important about the world? I think that's Lear- a solid yes. <laughs> yep. Did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? I'm going to say yes, because you totally reasoned with the thing that should not have been reasonable. Mm, nothing in no. the So that's plus two experience points. So you okay. may have... Re- <laughs> And alignment, you see. So my alignment is good. And uh, where, where did I write that down? Endangers yourself to protect someone weaker than you. Yes. Yes. So that means, ping, I level up. My alignment is chaotic. Spur others to significant and unplanned decisive action. i say yes. Touching the stone? That was not expected. <laughs> i say uh, yes. Where is myth? Destroy a symbol of civilization. Nope. Nah, not much civilization to mess with this time around. John, can you count up uh, Myth's failures? I did. He has six. Plus two for end of session, so that's plus eight. Oh, that's enough to ping him. Now you just have to go back and explain to Ajax why you need to go to the Dwarven Hold. (laughs) (laughs) I can bamboozle him. He probably he probably would have been greatly frustrated by this adventure. What do you mean I can't kill the elf? Oh, you killed the elf. <laughs> now, okie dokie. I need to skedaddle here. Thank you. Thanks again for putting up with me and mm-hmm. guiding me through the forest, so to speak. <laughs> On the off chance that someone is actually recording this, do you want to say these out loud? Um, sure, I guess. I don't know who would be recording this, but yeah, sure. Max Silver here, and I just want to remind you all that you can find our adventures at the following places. My buddy Doc might know what they are, but I sure as heck don't. Anyway, find us at our forums at the thesundayskypers.freeforums.org or at our Facebook page, whatever heck a Facebook page is, or at our Google Plus page. Again, what the hell is a Google Plus page? I don't know. Or you can mail us at Sunday Skypers, um, some little A thing with a circle around it. What the heck is that thing? I don't know. Zoho.com. That's a strange mailing address. Hey, Doc, can you tell me what the heck that little funny A sign is?